This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am Heather Carroll. And I'm Father Paul Rutten. We're your hosts today for Real Presence Live, and we're broadcasting out of St. Mary's Parish here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We've had a great first hour. Go fast. Father Paul on the spot. Yeah, I earned my I earned my keep today. <laughs> you get double the pay. Yes. <laughs> so yes. if you've missed any of the first hour, you can always check it out on our podcast or go to our website, realpresenceradio.com. So moving right along, we have Krista Thomas on the line. Good morning, Krista. Good morning. How are you all today? Good. Thanks Great. for joining us. We've had yeah, nothing but deep topics today and we're going to keep on moving yes. it's kind of like a youth day yeah i think so i kind of like it so that's good krista tell the listeners a little bit about who you are golly okay my background is that i am the publicist for tan books and i'm also an academic coach for tan academy which is a spinoff for the catholic homeschooling families and so i help them put together uh, a plan for all of their kids to be able to homeschool together using Tan Academy books from uh, basically K through 12. We have recommendations outside of our literature, religion, literature, and science uh, programming. And we've just been gung-ho here. We're in our year two, and it just enjoyed so many families that have seen a new way to homeschool and homeschool with joy. Yeah. So you're talking about a homeschooling method that's called the schoolhouse method. Tell us about that. Well, unlike a lot of other approaches, when you have multiple kids, uh, and I've had multiple kids homeschooling, I homeschooled mm-hmm. for 20 years, and um, you know, you get to the point where you've got already three different maths, and then or four, mm. or five, or six different maths, and then yeah. you have you're going to teach your child to read, and then on top of that, you've got four or five different sciences, four or five different histories. It is incredibly hard to do it all and do it well. And so most of the time you feel like you fail. And so right. over the course of time, um, a lot of us homeschool moms who have done it for years have realized, like, no, 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 no. We need to look at this the way they did it 100-plus years ago, where it's called a schoolhouse uh, approach. And that is that you have all of your kids at the kitchen table, and it doesn't matter what their grades, what their levels are, they can get something out of that one religion, get something out of that one history, get something out of that one yeah. science. And and so at that point, you're, you're actually making the whole experience fun because you have a Socratic discussion with your kids. You can actually talk about it at the dinner table with dad when he gets home or vice versa, whoever might be the breadwinner in the family, or even grandparents who come in and they're they're seeing that, that, I mean, it is just such a fun experience to only have to worry about one religion, one history, one Mm -hmm. science, you know, it's just, it's so fun. Now, obviously, some kids can be in the same math together, um, but anyway, it's, it's, that can be a little bit um, more preferential, and so that's what we're doing with families is showing them how they can uh, actually save money and save time in their day so that they can go and have fun as a family in the afternoon. Wow. Oh. And still have the academic um, excellence sure. that you're looking for. Yeah. So yeah. this program gives the gives the parents the tools to do this uh, type of method? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, so everybody will follow one lesson plan for each huh. of the subjects. And basically, if you're in high school, you can challenge up. 
a lot of the, the middle school texts because the idea is to understand what's going on. I've, I've done a couple of programs with my own kids, and I've had to rewrite the vocabulary words in high school science because here I'm in college educated. I'm like, and my kids are like, I don't get what they're talking about. I'm like, I don't either. We're going to have to rewrite these vocabulary words. Oh, and you wow. know why? Because some of the texts are written way out of range. Uh, one in particular, because I have a journalism background, I, I ended up um, analyzing the sentence structure and realized it was the 18th grade level. And it was written by a Ph.D. And so um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you realize, like, some... Some families are really having a hard go at homeschooling because the materials aren't written in a way that that can be assimilated to all children. And no matter if you're in first grade all the way up through twelfth uh, grade, so that's our that's our mission. And by the way, our new science program, Foundations of Science, is super beautiful, and that's actually written by Dr. Timothy Palmer, and he is actually a PhD. He's from Belmont Abbey, but the way he writes is just so fluid. It's content rich, and um, so you add your labs for high school. Um, it's a it's a real liberal arts approach is where we're coming from, because Tan Academy really wants to foster the wonder and beauty of God's creation through the yeah. whole person, to educate them in the, in the good, the true, and the beautiful, and we do that with a classical approach, but also instituting some traditional methods, because um, let's face it, there's there's some really good videos, lectures that we can provide for some of these families, especially sure. when you get to high school, which they need. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of information. So, I know. I'm parent, sorry. No, it's exciting. So, I do. I get a, I get a <laughs> little excited over this right. stuff because I wish that we had this. You know, all my kids are not grown. So, yeah, no, no, Krista. I actually just spent an hour with a mother yesterday on the phone, in a sense, with this whole thing of science and. She's oh, like, well, oh. how, how, how do you, like, where, where's the balance in this? Where, how do we get this understood? Because it seems, she says, seems like they only have one side. Uh, exactly. And I'm like, and I love it. I, so I have a science background as well. So like, I'm like, oh my gosh, the church loves science. I'm like, right. you have no problem. Trust exactly. me. I mean, like, like Benedict had like whole conferences and, you know, Bishop Barron is going to do an entire uh, conference as well. This, this in January called Wonder. Uh, and science and theology coming together. And mm-hmm. I'm like, we have got to get out of this idea that we can't merge the two. Uh, yeah. And that, that it's essential to understand. Like, like And wasn't, oh it, wasn't it even a priest who came up with the Big Bang Theory? Oh, yeah, yeah. Father mm-hmm. George Lamatre. And there's a picture of him yeah, and Einstein I mean, at the White House. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and Gregory Mendel in, in, in the pea pods. Like, yeah. Like, right. it, it's it's well, endless. Like, endless. It is endless. I think what has happened is that most of us have grown up with an institutionalized thinking. Yeah. And so we feel like when we look at how we all grew up, whether it was a public school system or even a parochial system, and, and, and the parochial systems are, can be really fabulous, too. But um, I think we just kind of grew up with this, okay, we only have this one side of history. And that's right. what I had. And then when I started homeschooling my kids, because I'm a convert, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait. Right. This is history. And yeah. I wasn't given... You know, when you get a journalism degree, you learn both sides. Well, I didn't learn in an institution where you get both sides. You know, sure, it was definitely right. not a Catholic-oriented yeah. Western civilization approach. Um, yeah. A classical approach, it was not. So I think that that's why most families get a little confused about they don't know where to find good materials. And they're vetted that they are coinciding with what the Magisterium of the Catholic Church teaches. And that's what you get with TAN and TAN Academy. Yeah. 
That's that's a huge blessing. So you can trust the materials that you're teaching your kids. So I think homeschooling also has gained a lot of momentum over the last few years. Why do you think that is? There's probably a lot of reasons. Well, one, everybody got to homeschool for... <laughs> Whether they liked it or not, they, they, were, they were all homeschooling for, for two months. And, they got uh, used to wearing their pajamas to work. In 2020, it was like, woo! Let me tell you, the appreci- appreciation for teachers went, went like through the roof right? after parents realized how hard it is. But anyway, sorry. I think so. I think you're right. But also, it gave people an opportunity to sure. see that, wait a minute, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. I can do this. And I love being with my children. And yeah. I want... I, I want to be together with them and enjoy yeah. them. And, and I really do think that that whole two, three years of pandemic worry and all that, I really think it was a blessing. It was, sure. it was a true blessing in the end and that we all had our eyes opened and started really looking at what was important. And education uh, is super important. That's one of the biggest um, questions that people have to answer. They have to come up with a solution that's right for their family. Yeah. And I do think the other reason it's becoming more common or popular is because the content is now there for you Mm -hmm. that helps you to teach it. Uh, That wasn't maybe there before. It was just hard to find textbooks and resources. uh, Well, you know, know, truth truth be told, you're absolutely right. I found myself using a Protestant-oriented history and I could only do the ancients. And then when it came to the resurrection of Jesus Christ and on to, like, modern times, it was completely planted against the Catholic faith. Um, and I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great if there was a, if somebody has to write this? And sure enough, Philip Campbell wrote the program called Story of Civilization. And you know what's really beautiful about it? A lot of Catholic schools have moved toward tan books, products oh, that sure. are Story of Civilization, because, you know, mm. we need to have a beautiful content. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's got to be done well because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of the school isn't public school books sent to our Catholic schools, or how yeah. Does that so work, we Father? do. Yep. So we still use, uh, you know, whatever argument or lawsuit. Um, <laughs> our kids, because we pay taxes, our kids do get certain textbooks, um, mm-hmm. but they don't get religious textbooks. So we provide those uh, as well. But it is that ability to look at history and. To be able to say, is this really legitimate? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I always found it, when I worked at a, at a university, Newman Center, when they would study Western civilization, the kids were all like, Father, did you know the Catholic Church did a lot of things for the Western civilization? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Why do you think there's Saint <laughs> but, Sobody in right, front of but, everything? But they literally have never been told, like, this is the patrimony of the faith that we have. Like, all of Western civilization is what it is, or was what it was, mm-hmm. because of the faith that we have and an understanding of humanity and the need for education and uh, all of these, and taking from other cultures and other civilizations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. We're pretty awesome. <laughs> Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Krista Thompson. She is with uh, TAN Books, and she's talking about TAN Academy uh, homeschool curriculum. Uh, we still have more questions for you, Krista, so if you'll stick with us through the break, we'll uh, pester you some more. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live from Sioux Falls right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, 
and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. Uh, seven years ago, my wife and I and four of our kids, um, one, well, five of our kids, one was still inside uh, Mama at the time, we felt something was missing in our, in our faith life, in our, in our church where we were, and we went through a period of kind of being in the wilderness. Over that period of searching, God led us to, uh, to St. Mary's. And we began a journey of conversion, uh, went through RCIA here at the Cathedral Parish, and uh, there was no turning back once, once we went down that road. And, and I, I tell lots of people that what, if you are a devout Christian and you begin this process with an open mind to learn what the Catholic Church has to say about herself, uh, it will be hard to resist her. And, uh, and we found that to be the case, and we have been thrilled and exuberant Catholics ever since. Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central here on Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Father Paul Rutten. And we're broadcasting today from St. Mary's in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We are talking with Krista Thomas from Tan Books, and we're talking about Tan Academy homeschooling curriculum. Um, just diving into a lot of things about the curriculum that makes it different and wonderful, it sounds like. So, Krista, um, for beginners, if somebody's, if this is sounding interesting to a parent, how do they begin? Where do they start? Well, that's a great question, actually. Um, first, I think, um, obviously, other than, you know, contacting the curriculum provider, i.e., like Tan Academy, we do offer complimentary coaching to help people understand, like, you know, what uh, what the goals, you know, talk about what their goals might be for that year. I, I really tell people only homeschool with the idea that you're going to homeschool one year at a time. Don't be looking ahead and worrying about what's in the future. But really, um, there are one of the things that I think families can really appreciate is that in their community or in their regional community, there are a number of Catholic homeschool co-ops that are taking place. Um, I think there are a lot of wonderful parishes that actually invite the Catholic homeschool community in where they just might have social, you know, events and things like that. But really having that base of community, I think it's really important. Now, I've talked to a lot of families, even on the prairie, they'll call me and they're like, hey, just read about Tan Academy. And I'm like, this is great. But, you know, they have to drive an hour 
And so just to get to their parish, you know, and and you think like, wow. So so I hope that in year three, Tan Academy will be building out a community, an online community. That's really what I'm kind of hoping will happen. Because I I do know that there are a lot of families that can, there's so much wisdom out there with people who have homeschooled, and especially homeschooled through Tan Academy all through last year. They they are gems. I mean, the encouragement you get um, from other families that have been there, done that, and they've, they've experienced the same kinds of hardships. And it's a really great way to kind of be contributive because we need to praise each other in those little goals and in the big ones, you know. We have a, we live in a society of, of a lot of uh, comparison, especially social mm. media does this. Well, so-and-so family over here is doing it this way, and I must be doing it wrong because my kids aren't turning out the same mm. way. And mm-hmm. I keep thinking, don't be comparative. Be <laughs> contributive because there are so many gifts that each family, each person has to give, right? We have all these charisms that God gave us. And one kid is going to be better at something than another. So there's really no point in comparing. It's just like, that's just not the gift God gave you. But he gave you this gift. And to explore what that is, um, I think, is one of the best things that that families can do is to go back, look at what the communities, um, the the Catholic communities in there, and and get support that way. And if not, then start one. That's being contributive as well. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are waiting for it to happen. We need to get out there and do these things. Like, mm-hmm. go and put a field trip together. I mean, I had a bus, and we lived in Maryland. I got a bus, and we did a pilgrimage up from Baltimore to uh, Philly and went all of the shrine sites, and oh, wow. it was so much fun. We went to the White House and filled with homeschool families. I mean, you wouldn't believe all the things that you can do. You just have to take a leap of faith. Um, if you have an idea, see if there's somebody who can do it with you. But that's the contributive spirit that I think that is going to really help propel this homeschool sure. movement even further. And and it does draw into the fact that I would love to see the Catholic schools in, envelop some of these homeschool families into a hybrid program like they're doing out in Sacred Heart in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I mean, it, that, that program, sure. they have a waiting list. People are waiting to move to Grand Rapids, Michigan because wow. their kids are on the list. Yes. And so you think, we can do that here in South Dakota. We have wonderful teachers out there, and they just need quality products into the home, um, I mean, sorry, into the school, and, and just be able to work off some of these videos, some of the uh, dramatic audio that we provide with some of our um, kits that are, you know, in science and in history. Um, you know, we, we are, the mission of TAN is actually racing. Like, this is what we want to do. Everybody should have a goal of sainthood, and how we can do that is through really great reading reading materials and um, activities and things like that that draw people together to the wonder and beauty of God's creation for us, you know? Well, and talk a little bit more about um, integrating the two, because I know here in Sioux Falls with O'Gorman, there are homeschool kids that participate in certain sports activities mm-hmm. and maybe band, I think. Um, yeah, and I do think maybe, I, I don't want to be wrong on it, but I do think they can take some classes. Yeah. A certain number, though, it's like limited to how it works. Yeah, so well, yeah, it's going to depend on, on your, your space. If your school is going to depend on, you know, do, do you have enough teachers to teach if, in case that, that number grows? But I do, I, I know that, and it just depends in different states what you can do. I know that in Maryland you couldn't. Um, and, and so you are relegated to go to a Christian school. The same thing out here in Rapid City. You know, I don't, I, and I look at this and think there's such a market here of, of keeping the Catholic community vibrant and, mm-hmm. and, and think of it inclusivity is right. probably the best word that I'd have to say because there are some families, they do need the support of the school and they want to support the school. 
but they love the idea of a hybrid where they can send their kids three days a week and then they're at home two days a week. You know, what does yep. that look like? But I think our model is going to be uh, the Sacred Heart Academy in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. That's been going on strong now, seven years. It's a diocesan school that they broke off and would not receive any government funds. And and they were told they couldn't do it. Like, oh, there's no way you can raise the money. You, it was just It's just definitely a gift from God because they did do it. And they're coming on, like, what, seven or eight years now. Very wow. successful program. And they're only using Catholic materials. Um, wow. So you look at that model and think, this has got to be the model that, that we're all looking at. Because I, I think that the Catholic schools have a lot to offer. I, I subbed in a Catholic school, uh, high school, and, and the kids are wonderful. And they really want to seek the truth. They want to know the truth. Um, and I think having, you know, the materials in their hands as opposed to being on a computer and having screen time all day long. I mean, I mean, obviously it's my opinion, but um, there's just something to be had about Socratic discussions with your with your peers sure. and with your teacher that leads you into uh, a good discussion about whatever that topic is that, that unfolds um, in line with the Catholic faith. Super important. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, what I'm hearing from you and what I'm thinking about, because I had um, an only child and I sent her to school, and I think if I had known what I know now, I probably would have homeschooled her. But at that time, I didn't because I was so concerned about the socialization of my child. Mm-hmm. And I think that we are, we're, yeah. we're pigeonholed and we don't think outside the box. And what I'm hearing here is let's be creative and do what's best for your kid. Yeah. Because yes, you don't absolutely. have to fit in the box. Yeah. No. And homeschooling is not actually fit in the box. It doesn't look like an institution at all. Like your, mm-hmm. your math lesson could just literally be 30 minutes. 30 minutes out of your day, you know, that yeah. curricular providers often will give you 30 to 50 problems to work out, but maybe at home, you only do 20 of them. If your kid makes an 80% or better, why would you do all all of them for extra practice? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's just, sometimes it's just filled with busy work, and, and I know that that's happened with a lot of homeschool families, a lot, of, I remember that from my own schooling experience, that we had a lot of homework, and the homework was to keep us busy, keep us out of trouble. And and I think we need to rethink all of that and just say, what what can we do to foster in our kids the love of God and to be contributive, right, with each other? Mm-hmm. Um, and we can do that. We can certainly do that. Thinking outside the box is the best way of doing it. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very exciting. So what are, the, what are some of the fruits of homeschooling that you have seen, Krista? Uh, the fruits of homeschooling. I think that um, what I've loved seeing, because it's different. When I started, you know, 20-plus years ago, mm-hmm. it certainly was different. You know, we homeschooled in the morning, and then we went and did chores out in the backyard, or we went and did, um, you know, uh, you know, went and did things, or even went to the grocery store. And people would look at us stranger, like, shouldn't you be in school? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yep, it's yep. totally more. And so the beauty of it is that it's more mainstream now, which is good. And so people have more faith that the homeschool families are no different than other families trying to do the best for their child. Yeah. That, I think, is one of the best fruits. Colleges also, especially colleges off the Newman Guide with um, Cardinal Newman Society, that guide that they put out on the best Catholic school uh, colleges mm-hmm. that your kids should go to, highly recommend that guide. Um, I think that they have really helped the homeschool movement. I think there's some fruits in that, that these colleges welcome homeschool kids. And, and because of that, even state schools are now looking at homeschool kids and saying, okay, yeah, it's just a different way to learn. It's a different, a, a different, you're still going to end up with, you know, 
about the same kind of diploma. Maybe your transcript will look a little different, but um, I think that that's been one of the best fruits is that it's become more mainstream, and then people are being open-minded and realizing, oh, my goodness, I can do this, too, Mm -hmm. and it's what I've wanted to do. Does it mean you you have a sacrifice? Yes. Um, We have a lot of families that are working. The parents will work part-time, and so... um, you know, it can happen that way. But a lot of people sure. look at it and say, "Well, I can't, I can't give up that income, that two, that two income per family idea." And I'm like, "Actually, you can. You'd be surprised what you can do." Yeah. Um, so it's it's good. I think there have been a lot of fruits for people to then look at their lives and say, "Look at it from from an outside perspective and say, how can we be creative in this and enjoy our kids and still be part of the community and actually contribute to the community, the greater community." Absolutely. Well, Krista, you've given people a lot of information, a lot of things to think about. Can you give them a website where they can go explore some more? Sure. They can explore um, our K-12 program over at tanacademy.com. And there is an actual link up there that um, for resources on academic coaching. I just highly recommend people, if they're, if they're interested, it's not too late, even if they did sign up for school or maybe they want to plan for next year, get a coaching session with myself. And I'd uh, be happy to talk to them. It's 15 minutes um, just to kind of, you know, help people feel it out. And, um, yeah, and, and there are just a bunch more tools on that website. And then, obviously, there's, you know, a, an easy way to enroll online. Yeah. Well, and I just think that, you know, the resources that you have there, academic coaching, I think that would just be. And it's not, you can just chat and just see if it's even something that will fit with what you have in mind. So, Oh, sure. Sometimes people have no interest in actually enrolling at all, but mm-hmm. they are curious. They have questions just about homeschooling in general and, you know, talking about transcripts for high school. What should that look like? You know, what are some ways you can get your kids into a really good Catholic college? And we mm-hmm. have this whole program was made up by people who have homeschooled for a long time or were homeschooled or are currently homeschooling. We're just, you know, we're, we're trying to give people the best of the best. Um, and, and do it where they can afford it, and they have time to do it. Great. Krista, thank you so much for your time this morning. Yeah, this was incredible. No, you, oh, you all were just so sweet to have me on, and <laughs> I just, I'm just so grateful for RPR and the good ministry that you're doing for everyone. I mean, it doesn't have to be the topic about homeschooling. It could be a topic about anything category, but you all have a really great ministry, so, so thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Krista. All right, so that was Krista uh, talking about Tan Academy. So you can go to tanacademy.com if you wanted to find out more information. But right now we're going to take a break, Father, and when we come back, Jim Kenyon's going to be on the line. So stay with us. More Real Presence Live right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 